0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. We appreciate you taking, you know, time to support us and to check out what we do here. Um, means a lot to us. Before we jump into things, I just want to take a moment and cover a few things. First of all, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Rusty, the awesome music you hear at the beginning of the podcast and at the end that was created by my boy Rusty, um, who's an awesome producer, awesome musician. Um, so I want to take time to make sure I give him a shout out for um, the work that he has done and if you're looking for some music for some beats you can check him out at rustyglock.com that's r-u-s-t-y-g-l-o-c-k.com and he has a lot of different music options on there so definitely check his stuff out. Um, Second this episode we kind of cover some um, interesting topics some some topics that uh, we all are passionate about, and there are a lot of things we can hear that you might hear, or that that we might say that you might not agree with, or um, or that you might find contrary. And I just want to say that's okay. I want to encourage you all in listening to this to kind of keep an open mind and to realize that we all come from different places, we all have different experiences, um, and that shapes our understanding and our passions. And I think we should be uh, okay with, and we should learn how to disagree with people lovingly it's okay to have contrary opinions it's okay to have different goals and values in mind um but we should but we're all called to to learn and we're all called to listen um more than we speak all right so in this time if you hear something that that you might find hard to hear that you might find offensive or contrary that's okay you know, hopefully you can still love us. We still love you. We still thank you for listening. This is just where our hearts are and what and what we're passionate about um, right now. So again, thank you for listening um, and tuning in. We'll jump right into things. Here we go. Yo, what's up, everybody? and Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom and Culture Podcast. This is David. This is Elijah. Yeah, um, and we're coming with you again. First episode of the summer, post-semester. You know that's probably why you haven't had you got an episode in a while because the semester has been one humdinger, bro. <laughs>
1: bro, finals were stressful.
0: It had oh. me in a headlock, and I almost tapped out.
1: I failed a class. Yep, proud Dude, of it. No, did you change
0: uh, that to a, a low pass fail?
1: Uh, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, then,
0: did you really? Did you really fail it?
1: No. It doesn't count. It Doesn't exactly. count. Corona, we got those Corona grades, man. Those kids <laughs> clutch. <laughs> Wait, like like. Bro, we'll I had. Talk. I had
0: When Libby told me, oh, go ahead. I was working on trying to get, you know, my theory grade up and work on trying to get my music or contemporary music grade up, I was failing both. And uh, she gave me an option to like do late work. And she's like, all right, well, you got a D now in contemporary music. I'm like, that's all I need. I I stopped. I didn't do a single (laughs) other, uh, the work, like homework assignment or quiz for that. And I focused all my time on music theory, which I was able to bring that up to a C. So
1: guess what my GPA is this semester? What is it like? A four point oh. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
0: No, it's not. How? I
1: passed failed three classes. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I had B minuses in two classes. I, I talked to athletic guy. <laughs> I was like, I passed failed these two. He was like, "This, it doesn't matter." I was like, "Bet." So I passed failed the F uh, that which I failed, and then I passed the other two C classes, and I had two A's in my other two classes. I was like.
0: I should have did that yep. too, low key, bro. Yeah,
1: I got a four <laughs> O. I got a four O. Yeah, because.
0: Teens list, baby. <laughs> I got an A, a C, and a D, and I should have taken that, and I should have just passed, failed the the C and a D, and just left that A. Yeah, you would have a 4-0. I should have done that. I don't know. I didn't pass, fail the music theory either, so like I left that C on my transcript, which doesn't bother me too much, but
1: that's, that's not too bad. That's a that's a hard class.
0: I mean, yeah, no, like it's not, if we,
1: after doing all the (laughs) homework,
0: I realized it wasn't that big of a deal.
1: (laughs) We didn't, we didn't do any work. (laughs) The way, the way way she set this class up was like, you go on your own pace. So you don't have to take the exams until the end of the semester. And we left everything, including all eight, nine homeworks and four exams for the last week.
0: The way she's had it set up was like, she had due dates for us to get stuff turned in, and those due dates were if you can get stuff done around these days, you won't get swamped and you won't be overwhelmed later, right? Yeah. And it was like at a good pace to make sure you're keeping up with the learning. And um, but but she also said, though, she called it, I think, like masterworks or master-based learning, where basically is you needed to get like a certain score on the homeworks before you take a, an exam, Right. Um, And the goal is to, if you can get a a certain score on the homework and redo it whenever you want to redo it or redo it however however many times you want to redo it, then you will, one, know it well enough to pass the exam, too. And so, Mm. like, the problem is, though, if you need to retake it, like, 10 times, there's no penalty for getting it done later and taking it 10 times in order to get it mastered. But for me, that said, there are no due dates and I can just wait to do stuff later. Yeah
1: everything is suggested
0: (laughs) and so because there are no due dates and stuff like that especially with like a class like that i didn't do anything and then i looked up and you know we had two weeks left of the semester and i had what eight homework assignments to do and four exams to get done and a whole final project
1: yeah that was that was super stressful it's not just for theory Oh man! Oh yeah, contemporary music. You said you had the quizzes from every day. <laughs> you still had <have> to do.
0: <laughs> let's say, let's say what? Let's we got 15 weeks, minus a week for spring break, minus finals week. So that's 13 weeks. There were essentially, on average, three quizzes a week. All right. So what's that? That's 39 <laughs> to 40 quizzes.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Of those, of those quizzes. I might have got done fifteen of them <laughs> by by the time they were due, like so, on, on, on time. So I had like the rest of what the five <laughs> or twenty five quizzes left to do, um, or that I could have done try to get my grade up, but I just didn't try to get it up because once I got a grade that was technically passing, and I could use like the COVID pass fail thing for it, I was like, I'm done, don't care. Yeah, online classes, bro, for me just don't go well. Online classes for me, that's i uh, I'm setting myself up to fail. The only class I've ever done well for online, ironically, was a nonverbal communications class. Doesn't make sense to me, but for some reason, I really loved that class. Like, the reading material was very interesting. Like, it was riveting to read that stuff and talking about body language and all these other things. Our homework assignments were to go out in places and people watch, which I already love doing anyway. So That's now cool. i got a reason to do it. And I could go to the mall, sit there. Eat Panda Express and watch people and take notes.
1: <laughs> Eat some of that sugar chicken.
0: That's <laughs> mm, hey, good to the mug, bro. My order: double orange, chicken. chow mein, Beijing <laughs> beef, and or uh, beef and broccoli. Oh
1: my goodness! I go I like. I like, the, I like. that shrimp though. That that uh, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the sweet honey shrimp or whatever.
0: Oh, like, like the like the walnut or something like that. Yeah,
1: shrimp? walnut sh- walnut honey shrimp. Yeah, and it costs extra. But I, I I love that stuff, man. I know it's so fake. Like it doesn't even taste like shrimp. I don't that's care. It's so good. It's it so good.
0: good. You eat taco. Do you eat Taco Bell too? So like, let's not that's act true. like we out there eating the finest cuisines Bro, out there.
1: That's my. That's my comfort food. And man. you eat sand.
0: So I mean, at this point, what's a little honey honey walnut shrimp?
1: Bro, sand that that builds your character. First of all, all right, you eat all a right. sand. You eat a sandwich with some peanut butter and some some sand sprinkled in there. You the get candy, that. Don't do it. No, back yeah, up. Yeah, that'll 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 build you some character right there. Put some hair on your chin and your chest. Oh, really? Your Everybody chest probably look
0: like your chest probably got no hair I don't know. You probably got like one. Oh, I got like one, I got like one seven Superman hairs. curl.
1: Yeah, I got right seven hairs. <laughs> seven hairs. Yeah, at least at least seven. Maybe got, maybe maybe like nine. Mm.
0: You got them Gerber baby hairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what you got.
0: <laughs> the one like they got a little squiggle on top of yep, it yeah and the reason <laughs> why because all the sand eating that you got was negated <laughs> by all the all the pudding and all the yogurt you be eating
1: but y- yogurt, yogurt
0: with granola <sighs>
1: How did this sand thing even start? Oh, we were at Chapter Focus Week just hanging out with all these other people. And one time, David just decides to go tell everybody that I eat sand. Nah, bro, because like, you oh, was wait. trying to attack me. My... No, 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 no. Out of nowhere, just he's like, oh, well, you eat sand. And it just stuck. Everyone was like, yo, you eat sand? I was like, no, I don't eat sand. <laughs> Where did this come from, man?
0: Yo, I have a way with words, man. People, oh when I say things, people listen. It's a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh Gift curse. natural born leader basically is what i'm saying
1: okay natural right. born leader. yeah i, I see um hum- humility is also one of your gifts
0: oh yeah uh, of course yeah. i'm probably like the yeah. one of the most humble ever
1: ah yes
0: if there was a humble contest and i Three. won i would take second place just so the second place person can get first place
1: <laughs> that's very humble of you david yes I, I, man
0: yeah 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 for wow. sure and you know i wouldn't even sign autographs you know because it's they're not it's not about me yes i won but it's not about me man it's about all the contestants that tried and that lost to me
2: <laughs> that's all wow. it's about right there
1: wow <laughs> so just go ahead and introduce Jeremy. that's right
0: so i yep. guess we got we're about to have our first guest on the podcast ever um and i'm happy that our first guest could be uh could be this guy uh, that's going to be on today um his name's Jeremy um really good friend of mine go way back um, he i met him at a community college uh, i think in it had to be like 2011 um, because that's when i basically started and i met him because he was president of an organization called university christian fellowship um, and at the time i got involved in an organization as a like piano player for the gospel choir and Jeremy and I kind of connected, and uh, because he was kind of leading the gospel choir as well. And within like a couple of months of knowing the guy and helping out and getting involved in this uh, community on campus, Jeremy approached me and he says, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know that you're taking over after I'm done as president." I was like, "I don't even know who you are." Basically, <laughs> he was like, "Cool, cool, cool," but you're gonna get to know me though. Basically, what he said. Um, and ever since then, man, it's been it's been a, a, a lot of nights of shenanigans, um, staying up late. Playing old N sixty four games, creating behemoth characters on like uh, on like uh, Kobe Bryant, Showtime Lakers ninety six games. <laughs> it's been going way back, man. Awesome man and guy, awesome musician, um, and yeah, a really good friend of mine. We got some cool things to talk about today. One thing that he does right now is he he kind of has this brand called One Way One Name. You know, he's really passionate about the gospel, really passionate about just teaching and 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 sharing uh, love and truth with people. And basically one way, one name, like everything he does um, is done to you know proclaim the name of Christ. And uh, so he's going to come on today and we're going to talk about some things he's been doing, some projects going on. And specifically today, we're going to talk about our views about what, what we claim to be um, extreme evangelism. We've even seen yes, things going on online on facebook lately and stuff like that where because of you know covid and because of quarantine people have been taking to social media to do their evangelism because they can't really do it in person the same way um and that's th- kind of that's kind of caused us to see firsthand some uh quote-unquote issues with some things that you know people have been doing so jeremy what's up man how you doing
3: Hey, 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 y'all. It's great to be a part of this lovely show, man. And, you Appreciate know, it's it's no better honor to be on my first podcast, hey. period, with a brother of mine. So this is exciting for me as well. Your
0: first podcast, our first guest, is meant to be. <laughs>
3: exactly. Wow. Make sure we take it easy on you. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, man. So tell us a little bit about, about, I guess, like what you're doing now, man what's what's uh what's been on your mind what's uh your passions
3: what's right. up so uh okay so me in a nutshell so you know jeremy shepherd i'm from second michigan man um i'm very passionate like you said about the gospel and now i have filled my life doing everything that i can to proclaim that and one of the areas that i'm doing and one of the areas that i'm the most active in trying to Uh, I I should say, incorporate that as my family, because now I have a wife, I have two children, I have one on the way. So so needless to say, I'm pretty busy. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, and then when things get hectic, you know, not trying to be funny, but loving everybody in the house with the love of Christ. in and of itself is ministry. Yo. So I learning a lot about God.
0: I feel like I'm having to learn how to love your kids too, and I don't even know your kids. <laughs>
1: Bro, we be playing Xbox, and all we hear is your daughter, man. <laughs> no. How
0: how is it possible that the, her voice is is the loudest thing in the house. You well, got a smoke alarm going not, off nonstop in the background. I, uh, yeah, it, and, yet, and still your daughter.
1: <laughs> it, it'll, it'll say it'll say in Xbox. It'll say um, uh, Jeremy joined or uh, Big Creech joined, and all of a sudden you hear the uh, from the smoke <laughs> alarm. And you're like, oh, Jeremy, <laughs> see,
2: we don't.
3: We don't change smoke alarms in my house. Hey, he <laughs> said, I am the smoke alarm. He said,
0: I don't fear. I don't fear hell's flames.
3: I don't <laughs> I don't fear fire after I got saved. I don't fear fire at all.
0: He said I got the right, Misha and a ben to
2: go.
3: Hey, yeah, yeah, to. we got hey. a fourth schedule up in
2: here.
3: That is so extreme. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. No fear. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more so like after I get off of work, man. You know, because it's crazy because you have a family, you know, you have to deal with people at work. Then you come home and you realize that your family is work. So you got to cater to your wife's needs and that's not a problem. Then your kids need attention. And then somehow you have to facilitate your own personal mental health wind down time. So by the time my day is over with my <laughs> fire, <laughs> that smoke detector is the least of my concern. <laughs> but it's <there's>
1: one battery.
3: <laughs> I know. One one that's
1: battery. <laughs> <That's> battery. <laughs> I can mill
0: you one bro, right now. <laughs>
1: For a little, Unless little, I do like fifteen seconds,
3: I am a married. I am a married man <laughs> with a full time job and full time ministry. And literally, <laughs> I, I, I won't. I, I won't say full time ministry. I'll say full time enough. Talk talking to two single brothers in college. When 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 you guys catch up to everything I'm going on right now, that one battery. Is some reaching movement that you do not need, like You need to do. I'm joking. I mean, Dang. in hindsight, truthfully, I'm probably just lazy, or I just don't care. Like the beep doesn't bother me. But everyone else, like you guys, first time on the podcast, you guys let that mug go out the gate. That's Nobody right. even know me. Hey. Every-
0: <laughs> I love Nobody this guy. But I need, I need, I need everyone to know that you, you know I love them. When I stay up to three o'clock in the morning to play Xbox with them almost every night.
1: Bro, right.
2: four,
0: five. And, and I deal, I deal with that beeping. I feel like it's amplified through the microphone and through the Xbox just it because.
3: Must be. It must be. It'd, It'd be, be so funny because you can't hear my voice, and when you, nah. but you would hear the beep. So,
1: <laughs>
0: hear your daughter crying.
1: Yeah, at four in the morning, man. I'm like. Oh my goodness. His
0: daughter be up living her best life at 3:30 in the morning, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you guys, no. I just so happened to awkwardly meet you, Elisha, when I was cause see, see my daughter, I I'll say it like this to be to be uh proper, but my daughter was um nourished by nature, the, the way it's supposed to be done. So naturally nursed by her mother. So <laughs> like, I was, I was, I was, I was weaning her off of that nutrition upon the time I met you. So she'd be up at 3 oh, okay. in okay, okay, trying to like fight her urges and now try to like substitute juice. Now she sleeps all night. This, dude said, sleeping. this dude's sleeping.
0: These dude's are weaning her off that nutrition.
3: You could have just said lactation. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm weaning her off of nutrients and breaking her into the good old American high fructose corn syrup. That's right. Hey, yes, sir. That's man. right. God's will. Human hey, obesity. Hey,
1: you better eat that Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> that sugar cereal. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> That's how we do things around here, cuz.
1: Bro, every bro, they got every candy as a cereal. Though. They got Reese's Puffs. They got Oreos. They got... Oh, my goodness, man. It's ridiculous. And they're really it's, not that they good. have
3: a Sour Patch cereal. They're not, they, it's bro, not good. That it not, can't that be good. That doesn't
1: sound good.
0: Nah.
3: It sounds Melk terrible. If it's, not,
0: if it's not... If it's not... Honey Cheerios... If it's not, <laughs> oh, sour milk. Oh, my God.
3: Uh, imagine. Imagine. Oh, Imagine. gummy bear sour milk. God. Honey, Honey
0: Nut Cheerios, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, or if it ain't like, I love Razor Brand Crunch too, man. That's say so you're a fire. Here we go again. Let's say so you're a fire, bro.
1: My phone was plugged in and it died.
0: You have a garbage iPhone. Why are you surprised?
1: Bro, it was plugged into my computer. That's your own
0: mistake. What are you doing, bruh?
1: I didn't have – I got a charger for for a thing, but –
0: Why are you surprised you make decisions that have a guaranteed outcome?
1: (laughs) But then you're
0: offended when you get that same outcome.
1: Bro, it always – it's worked up until now, plugging my phone into my computer. It always charges. It was charging. How often
0: do you use it like you're using it now to do that? I don't know. Do you know why phone chargers look so big? Because –
1: Yes, I do. Don't you? Right. Don't you go
0: to an engineering school? Aren't you an engineer,
1: <laughs> bro? I did what I could in the moment. You
0: letting the music major tell you how phone chargers work?
1: I, I know how a phone charger works. I don't <laughs> know. Clearly not. <laughs> okay. Well, we're back. What were we even talking about? We were talking about cereals.
0: So yeah, Jeremy, what do you do, bro?
3: <laughs> Are, are we started back here? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No problem, bro. Just give me a lead in, and I'll hop on it.
0: So cool, Jeremy. What well, What do you do, bro?
3: Hey, man. So, um, so you know, right now, I'm very focused on. One, the brand I felt like God gave me, you know, One Way, One Name. And I take that very seriously because I'm serious about the gospel. And One Way, One Name means there's one way to heaven and there's one name to go through, and that's Jesus. And I'm trying to implement that message in everything I do. And one of the ways I try to implement it the most is in my family. Because, you know, now, you know, I'm married. I got two kids. I got one on the way. So needless to say... I, I'm pretty busy, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, and and respectfully trying to love them with the love of Christ yeah. at some moments is, in and of itself, is its own ministry. <laughs> I, I should say uh, it's, it's training grounds. You know what's funny, man? Having a family like that when you're used to your personal space, it's kind of like Kind of like going to basic training, and then after you learn how to shoot, the first day, you're like, all right, time to ship you off to war. That's kind of how it is. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't get the treatment of like going through all the jungle gyms and, and the obstacle courses. As you stretch. You, t- you stretch, and they say, all right, on the plane. <laughs> pretty much, dude. As soon as you shoot, not even hitting the paper. As soon as you get the bullet within the lines, you're, you're going to war. Like, all right, yeah. No. They drop you behind
0: enemy lines.
3: And say, "Win the war, win the war for us. It's all up to you." And then they gave you a platoon to lead. That's how fatherhood is, as fast as I did it. <laughs> it's like, "All right, sir, what are your orders?" Um, don't die. I just got here. What are you talking about what are you, what are you orders? What's your orders? Help order? Help me. Help you me. are now battalion me. commander. <laughs> oh, my God. that's what it is, bro. That's how it is. Okay, <laughs> man but i am enjoying myself man that's good i I, I am very focused on that but also also and uh, also funny i'm also focusing on music now but in an area i'm not so common i'm I'm very gospel and you know i have a lisp and a stutter so for me to say this is kind of funny because i'm kind of i've been baptizing myself in the chh waters so me trying to rap me <laughs> first
0: of all, first of all, I, don't, who's, I don't know who's, who's recording and producing you, bro? Ask me to talk about that <laughs> who
3: Who's ice jj fish? That that hey, is my I, you, Hey, hey. I have an official feature with him next week.
0: Low key it might be better than uh if he hopped on a track with Joseph.
1: Hey.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh no.
3: <Bro. laughs> If I dropped on a a track with Joseph, it would be fire immediately because they live in fire and brimstone. (laughs) Automatic automatic heat.
1: (laughs) Fire by association right there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Residual (laughs) flames.
1: (laughs) Like a Far Cry, you'd be setting stuff on fire, but you, you just automatically set everything on fire. Yep. Yourself. That's, yep. That's, that's what popped on the track. Uh, yep. like
3: I had no idea the fires would spread like this. <laughs> it's a wake up call. <laughs> it's a wake
1: up I didn't know it was spread like this.
0: That was me the first time I got incendiary shells with a shotgun. I was like, yes. oh
3: no, what did I do? Next thing you know, you're spamming wide to try to, to uh, put the fire off on your wrist.
1: That's what a track with Joseph would be like.
0: That honestly reminds <laughs> me of when we did that uh, one scary pepper stash. Oh my oh god! My. And you came around that corner, dude.
3: First of all, I am very insulted. Oh, stop! First of all, stop playing. That was like an emergency shotgun release because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't expect that character to spawn right there. <laughs> you so, came
0: around the uh, corner, dude. You put like twenty eight shells, <laughs> but then also you, <laughs> I heard you scream. <laughs> I heard the gun going off. Now, I see you come back around the corner shaking off
3: fire off your own arm. I mean, it makes it clear, man. In, in, in video games, man, my fighter fights, i sorry, my response is very
2: confused
3: because I'm stationary, but I want to run. So my muscles is kind of reacting. Whatever's around me has to get shot. That's all I like.
0: I so wish I would have recorded that. Because I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna gonna tell you like I was behind you and I was like I was trying to get up over a ledge and all I hear is I finally get up over the ledge, and it's t- <laughs> sprinting back on fire itself. So. And from around the corner, I-, I just see the orange glow of a tunnel that has been literally with flames.
3: Bro, let's be nah. fair though. It was at. It was at. First Ooh. of all, uh, you said it was scary, and you were provoking me because I want to know. And anything you say is that intimidating. I'm like, you know, what? I want to figure this out for myself. But I told so, you, don't do it. And I was eager. It, it was four a.m. <laughs> oh. before I had to go to work, so it was four a.m. It, it's dark in my house. It's quiet because everyone's actually asleep for once. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, all right. The only thing I have right now is my work clothes and the light from the TV. So everything that was going on was very intensified in that pepper <laughs> slash for me. And then with me being a dodo, I decided to turn my volume all the way up because I want to experience what's going on. To be so, fair,
0: but you did everything I told you not to
3: do. I told you don't I did do it. Everything you said, I told no. you turn that volume off. You it's, said Mm-mm. it's Mm-mm. like it's like reading the Bible from Revelations to Genesis and doing everything wrong in that order. It's like <laughs> <laughs> first you messed up the New Testament, then you go to the old testament and break all 600 laws. <laughs> like that's exactly what and, and you get
0: to the end and be like, oh. Those were the rules the whole time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being that <laughs> obliterated in your conscience. Like you literally have intentionally broke every law of Moses and then you get to heaven or you get to the uh, judgment. You're like, so I wonder how it's going to play out. <laughs> Man. I'm so curious about what's next.
0: And then we try to, so first, so like I did it by myself. Well, late one night after you gotten off and went to work, yeah, I try to stay up a little longer. Did it by myself, and I was like, "That was a mistake." Uh I can't do that again. It traumatized me because it was way too scary. Like you come out, you come around a corner, and some dude literally like raise up off the ground, like back first, and I was nope, and so I sprinted, sprinted out. Um, exactly. <laughs> I did not look back.
3: I actually think that's the guy I filled up with shotgun incendiary shells and almost killed myself. I think that's the same person. That's the exact same AI. <laughs> and
0: so then I told Jeremy about it, and Jeremy was like, oh, I got to do it. Take me to it. I'm like, I don't want to do it, bro. And so then I'm following around. Jeremy let him experience it by himself, or not really by himself, but, like, experience it, um, and he's scared, scared too, and so we was like, you know what? We got to set Elisha up for the same thing.
3: Oh Disagreement.
0: man. We know Elisha, life skin behind going to be hella scary. Um, and so we set him up. I'm like, hey, you want some money? I got a good place to get some good money from. I told him, "Hey, just so you know, you got to go through it first without me. Like you got to lead the way. I got, I like, like I can say behind you, but you got to lead the way." But you uh, didn't tell or me it's work.
1: He told me it's because oh, you need to, you need a, you need to figure out the puzzle for yourself. He you told me it's a puzzle. <laughs> well, weird,
0: but also, I saw, I saw, I set up to be like,
1: <laughs> if I do, it, if I do it
0: for you, you won't get the money. And so I'm like, because it's your game, you got to do it yourself, so that way you get the money.
1: I knew that was false, first of all, because I've done them before.
0: But also, I'm like, all right, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, first of all, I don't want to lead the way through this thing again because it was scary as hell. And second of all, yeah, I want him to go much. through it so he can be scared to see that stuff happening. Like, but he goes through it and not one single jump, not one single scared moment. And <clears throat> I'm not like every he animation attention. Every animation that I got, he did, he did
3: not.
0: <laughs> There's one spot where where like you come around the corner and you got a flashlight and as you move you see a shadow run in front of the flashlight and that to me freaked, like I had to stop and think about what I just saw and then it's running in the direction that you have to go and I'm like it, playing like playing mind games that didn't happen to him uh the old dude who resurrected off the ground didn't happen to him there was one spot when as you as you're walking through you get an animation that says you got punched or a hit from behind, and you turn around and there's nothing there. That happened to him. I'm like, this
3: nah, this ain't fair.
1: That's creepy. Yeah, no. I just got it's the kinda, money.
3: <clears throat> it's kind of like how when you pass failed three classes and you expect your GPA to go down. That didn't happen to <laughs> him. <laughs> this dude, man, he got that he got that light skin look. That, that yeah. light skin favor freaking Israelite. <laughs> dude, Israelite. I I ain't just light. I'm Adriel like. Light.
1: <laughs> Adriel, hey. hey,
3: hey. <laughs> um.
0: So how's that? So yeah, actually, like who who's been who, who's been producing and recording you, bro, in your Christian oh, hip hop journey?
3: Oh, honestly, man. Uh, right now, it's my brother. My brother's pretty professional. He has a good studio. Uh, his, his studio name is Super Ron Entertainment. Okay. So, like, uh, you know, he's been doing pretty well with that. And uh, I'm also proud to say that, uh, well, I should say I'm I'm kind of proud. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to make it sound like whatever. But I actually have a feature um, in a song with a classic uh, OG Christian hip-hop artist, R-Swift. You know, oh. he's been around for a while. Where? Yeah. Where's, where's that at? Uh, uh, Swift, uh, his hometown is Philly. And uh okay. if you look him up on YouTube the first song he ever had to go viral was he did a remix to My God is an Awesome God. Oh
0: yeah. I think the song I heard him I forgot what the song was but it was like um oh dude I remember, I remember the song. Um he 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 sampled a section of like a old school like um 6 foot 7 foot like the, like that the kind of style he sampled that. And I don't know if it was a freestyle or not, but I remember that song was, like, one of the first
3: songs I heard of him. I'm like, this dude, go. I know, yeah, man. Swift is, Swift is crazy good, man. And I actually have the honor of doing a feature with him. So, me and him have a song coming out pretty soon called okay. Pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
3: that's going to be I'll song,
0: I'm going to make a song called COVID-Idiots.
3: <laughs> <laughs> COVID-Idiots. <laughs> no tissue. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, you know i i, I want to go on record saying this on podcast i am disappointed in america Ooh. that that a virus causes you to protect yourself from the butt cheeks up i am very disappointed <laughs> in that <laughs> like of all the precautions we were told to take we the, most to the, the most immediate american response is i need some dry tissue in this so society
0: not today jesus I was so
3: upset. Like, why are you going mm-hmm. for tissue first? And I you was, said you I so could start it. coughing and
0: sneezing and get pneumonia.
3: Tissue, <laughs> <laughs> paper towels, Charmin soft. It is necessary. <laughs> bro, and then like all the soap would be full. All the exactly. soap. I bro. know, man. People
1: don't be showering. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. the problem. Hey, God, mm-hmm.
3: It's like we, we. so when we get into a state of pandemic, we buy gums and tissues. So you want to shoot with a dry booty? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, dude. Hey, we trying to survive, man. Don't gotta
3: survive. Don't you hey, dude, you gotta, to,
2: do.
3: I'm like, don't you have to squeeze when you use a sniper anyway? Like, won't you like to start a fire in your pants? <laughs> you deserve all that. I, to be Ooh. fair though I I feel
0: like the tissue thing started somewhere else first and then we heard about it and we were like
3: nah it won't be us Bro, yes because you can't tell Americans that there's going to be a shortage of anything nah. then it goes out nah. oh a shortage of tissue then there's no more tissue I am pretty sure if the president said there's a shortage of demons then Ouija boards would sell out that's how convinced I am <laughs> Oh no, we need more demons. Oh no. We
1: need more bills of Oh my
3: gosh. We're out. <laughs> no. The land is too holy. What about Las Vegas?
0: Oh my goodness.
3: We have a whole city just for that. So it's gonna yeah. close down. City of sin.
0: Hey bro, we spent we a special breed here in the US, man. Special breed. Ooh, man. Special oh, man. breed.
3: And then, out of nowhere, because there's no more <laughs> – because there's a demon shortage, we're going to see a big statue of Joseph in Las Vegas. <laughs> like, 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 cry.
0: You have to fly a plane over and destroy it, too.
3: Yes. Leave that to David because he's skillful. He yeah, best. boy.
0: i will trying to coach Elijah, bro. Like, he, he'd be going on foot everywhere, Trying to
1: <laughs> fight people by hand, I'm like, get, get a
0: helicopter.
3: It's because he's life skinned bro. It's not in his heritage. He wants to. No, experience no. no. I, just, it I, like. I play the
1: game conservatively. I like, I like to stand back and re- recon. You know, David just goes in there punching people in the face and 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 <laughs> Bison. And, and, and sticking his bear on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and i just like, I'm just standing from like 200 meters away, just killing. But Isaiah started playing my brother, and he's way worse than me. Really? Like he he won't even like attack, bro. He will r- do reconnaissance around the entire compound when there's ten people there. On we're playing on easy, first of all. He'll do reconnaissance. He'll look at him. He'll start running away. He'll <laughs> shoot somebody. Run back to like a safe point, and then come back and see if anybody noticed. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, dude, It's so boring. To That's because he's
0: short. That's why. <laughs> it's because he's short. <laughs>
3: He, he's playing like he's hiding the bad video games from his parents. You know how you sneak ex- them home. Exactly. <laughs> your parents, exactly. you couldn't buy a game. You think like yes. your friend he, in school got it? Hey, bro, can I borrow that game? You watching like
0: he, oh. he I heard so so I was on playing with Elisha. Um and he so I don't know if you remember the mission, but like we had to like I don't know, it's one of the standard missions. He had to go to some house and free some hostages, but if you got noticed or something like that, or uh, too much, they'll kill the hostages. Mm-hmm. Um, when I ran through I got one of my allies who had a sniper, and I told her to sit up and pick people off while I ran through and punch people in the face. Um, and we cleared it about a, a minute, you know, 45 seconds. We've been on work. What I had, a
3: war genius. What a war genius. <laughs> me,
0: her, and my dog. You snipe,
3: I punch. That's exactly.
0: <laughs> End of conflict. Right. And so I'm playing with Elisha and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna help you, Elisha. His brother's like, No, no, no. Kill that one guy, then move his body so they don't see the body. I'm I'm like, Who got time for that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I want them to see the body. I want them to know, I want them to see the body and know it's coming to them next. Like, this is not Metal Gear Solid. This is no. not
3: hitman. I'm just brain nothing. Map,
0: power sliding and groin punching everyone who's in my way.
3: Oh my gosh. With brass Do <laughs> you, <know> <laughs> you wanna know what's funny about that? I think, I think all three of us in here literally are like a balanced team because Elijah's the sniper and he doesn't want to move. David is like the first and last line of defense. Yep. If, we want, if we want something dead, like dead, dead, we have to get David. If we want to not make noise, we have to get Elijah. And when I say dead, dead, like you need to be traceless. that's how david plays me i'm literally like in the middle like you can ask david i'm in the middle like i like to do ground assault so i like to run in with like a like like a high caliber weapon and like spray people down so Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm like assault there's one time
0: jeremy and i playing together and we had to go like clear this one outpost out and of course i got a helicopter and We're flying over there, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, it's a simple house. I got plenty of ammo. Let's make this quick. And so Jeremy's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to parachute down and kill people on the ground while you're doing it. (laughs) Jeremy, how's the helicopter? Parachute's down.
3: I'm on fire. By the time, <laughs> the time his feet <laughs> touch the ground, wait, wait, why are you on fire, David? Because before I hit the ground, David has already sautéed and seared half of the outposts. <laughs> like, I'm like, David, there was like 20 people here. I ain't got to shoot for three people. <laughs> yeah,
0: there were 20 people there. And that's that's what it was.
3: And, and like, here's the bad part. I don't know if the game glitched, but he caused so much ruckus, I could move freely and not get. Notice, I was right in their faces, like, Notice, you. Yep. <laughs> but they were too busy dealing with David. They're like, I'm sorry, you want the vet right now. We gotta,
0: he hopped up the helicopter before his feet had even touched the ground. I had unleashed all my rockets, all my bullets. <laughs> I had bought more ammo and did it again.
1: Yep, oh, the, the missiles, the rockets from the helicopter, yes, the small little house, yep. Oh my goodness! I mean, <laughs> it was a, it
0: was a small house, but still, maybe only about 15 people there.
3: Oh wow!
0: <gasps> we got time to land. We got time for that. I don't get land the helicopter. Get out. You know, wait for it turn off. Pull up my weapons and run through. no, 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 no.
3: No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm seriously convinced that if all three of us played right now and we were in the exact same scenario, here's how I would go down. We we would both be inside the helicopter. Now, all three of us be in the helicopter. Here's me. Oh, I'm going to uh, parachute down and shoot on the ground. Here's Elisha. Let me stand on top of the helicopter and pick people <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah,
1: on the top of the spinning blades. I mean, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> like, we'll talk to you. I don't uh,
0: Like I don't know that's true because whenever I play Fortnite with Elisha, I always want to try to sit on the head of, like sit outside of the helicopter and try to snipe people while we move it.
1: Yes, that's what he so wants fun. to do. No, no, yeah, because <laughs> so like you can you can only drive. You can't shoot while you drive. Oh, so like dude. I'll get out of the I'll get out of the helicopter on one of the sidebars while my helicopter will be plummeting and I'll and I'll aim in and then try to snipe somebody. <laughs> I only get one shot and then I have to click multiple times to get back into the driver's seat and then I can drive again. So I get as high as I can and then my helicopter just starts plummeting down and I'm sniping and then I have to get back in. Imagine seeing
0: that as somebody on the ground. (laughs) You see (laughs) a helicopter falling out (laughs) of the sky. You see your friend disappear. (laughs) You see it
3: rise back up. (laughs) <laughs> also out of the sky, another friend disappears. Like, and, and a
1: bullet, and a bullet coming right at your face. Exactly. I am,
3: I am so happy we're not in the military, because they'll be like this. Take that base out. All of a sudden, you see David sprinting off to the helicopters that's used for the, for, for the freaking uh, what's that, for Hiroshima. He, he goes and grabs those bombs. And then, here I go. I'm grabbing a whole helicopter gun, putting the bullets over my chest like this, and trying to run to the base. I'll Elisha is somewhere in the trees trying to blend in with a dark-skinned bush and he's He's light-skinned. And then if we bring his brother along, he's in the other district trying... (laughs) He's not even in the same country. Hey, he's still still studying the maps. He's like,
0: let me see if I can...
3: And then we get to the base and then we see an awkward dead body that he killed in the trail where he had to drag it off and hide it. You see him come back, putting rocks over the blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like they can see that. Like what you doing? What are you doing?
3: I am. I am thoroughly convinced, though, that based upon all of our styles, if we had like hit an actual base, I'm the only person that would die. (laughs) No,
1: wait, David would definitely die. No, we're not. You would go in there with brass knuckles
3: and get shot in the chest. Oh no! Do, do you know how many? Do you, do you know how many missions we failed like that, being David? Because <laughs> we, we, we had to go in just all bunches. <laughs> we hey, we
0: we we land outside of the the base and we say, take out, like, loud. five
3: people. We going in loud. <laughs> going in loud. We <laughs> and, and, and we're the only people that when we say going in loud, we we put our guns away.
0: <laughs> exactly. We, <laughs> going in loud means putting on bringing out our 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 aluminum bats or brass knuckles
3: uh, yeah going and going it is such a contradiction because our going in loud is like recon assault
1: yeah taking everybody down seal team Six, but with style
0: when we had to actually like 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 liberate that place to get the bear I think we went in, we tried to hook okay, into the first thing we did. Jeremy was like, okay, look, they got like three of those alarms. So we got to take out these guys first and these guys next. And why he's saying that I'm, I'm, I'm like sniping people. And so he's like, no, no, no. Like the wrong person. And we, I mean, I'm dying. We go back to it and he's like, screw it, bro. He's, he's going out. <laughs> we, we went in and we won. I punch everybody.
3: That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, what that, that's it. Dude.
0: Which makes me upset. Cause like, if I don't know him that we could have like, Got into like the next like weapon wheel thing and use like the power up stuff like using like the fierce whatever it's called it's like a punch people 13 feet away 20 feet away dude I would have been using that the whole game
1: oh the thing where you find like flowers and basically yeah
0: the furious I think it's called I would have been using that the whole game doping up and running through and (laughs) caving people's existence in doping
3: up let me get my fix first
0: actually bro, actually i want to i want to get on the i want to get on the game like like right after this and just do a few missions where we i do i use nothing but those uh drugs, those drugs no Never. not a single weapon
3: <laughs> you 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 know you know what's funny I, you know what? i'm i'm going to put this out there i wish that in far cry 6 one of, like, like a new gun or new feature they would have, because you already have a shovel launcher, so you might right. as well take requests. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would like them to have a full assault syringe gun. <laughs> For <laughs> like what? Shooting, shooting needles that you use to draw blood, and it, like, hi, it, it like fires at high velocity. <laughs> what, bro? Just because? Because like if I shoot you, first of all, you're gonna be confused because it's a clean pierce. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it Does very Second little damage, all, so you can get like a thousand of them oh, in the carcass.
1: Like an of all, gun. Yeah. It literally shoots tiny needles that don't even hurt you, but then but then you try to take a step and you can't because it hit on your
3: exactly yes right there bro add <laughs> them in the getting <gonna> paralyzed <laughs> like uh, i can't move uh, seven. oh my
0: out, you're goodness
3: like
1: a billion needles in your knees uh, oh my goodness dude, it has they- to be <laughs>
3: a mounted gun it has to be a mounted gun too like able to mount the gun to like the acupuncture people. Yo. <laughs> they need... But they can't. <laughs> fruffles,
2: that's so, that's it... so sad.
0: Then I casually walk up whistling, loading shark bait. That's all you see. It's...
3: <laughs> can, can, can you imagine how that looks? Imagine that you can load your weapons at least with like acupuncture ammo and we're and we're freezing a whole entire city and we can carry them to the middle of the street and then David fly through the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh that oh we can prank your brother and we can like freeze them and then have each enemy facing the direction like they're all gonna see me like they're all dead they've all been acupunctured <laughs> but, but he's looking at me i know
0: <laughs> yo they need that i need to have a rock launcher like we get unlimited rocks why can't i have an automated rock launcher <laughs>
3: <laughs> a mounted rock launcher. Everything has to be mounted on, on
0: the top of a vehicle. you Get know, automatic can can launcher too.
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to. Well, while we're taking requests, I want a portable <laughs> uh, Beats Pill speaker launcher so I can play contemporary Christian music and just chuck Hillsong at everybody.
0: <laughs> Hit people with Chris Tomlin hymns.
1: <laughs> I want. I want to play. Refined
3: by fire while I'm like literally launching. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be refined. Dude, if we could load our own music into Far Cry while we're <laughs> annihilating stuff, I would literally do every, I would I would use oceans for every assault. <laughs> I am yours. <laughs> you
1: are mine. <laughs>
3: oh, <boy. laughs> Dude, hey yo, low key man, Far Cry is. Uh Far Cry's cult songs are low-key bangers, and that's the sad part. They <laughs> fire. Pun intended.
1: It was fire.
0: I like Bro. that one song. Uh Jacobs are gonna come and set those sinners free. I'm
3: like, please, <laughs> please, don't please don't let Woj hear that. Don't let don't don't let <laughs> a that's the new that's the new theme song for everything happening.
0: Ooh, speaking of speaking to... of Woj, bro. I was
3: just gonna say
2: that. Speaking <laughs> of Woj,
0: like, so.
2: <laughs>
0: quick context, quick context, because I did I want to talk about this today. Um, I have uh, I have a really good friend who I've known for a long, long time. Um, that we call Woj. <laughs> um and <laughs> lately this friend has taken to a a new style of evangelism um i feel like it started off with just like simple sidewalk evangelism which <laughs> which i already don't agree with i don't dislike sidewalk i don't have anything wrong with sidewalk evangelism i have something wrong with people who only do sidewalk evangelism right um but that's been his style of evangelism for like the last six months or so i mean we will go to like, like a restaurant or like let's say like su- su- subway and as i'm leaving as we're leaving after ordering a sandwich you had some like hand somebody a, a fake hundred dollar bill with like a bunch of christian words printed on it and be but like, make
1: I'm so mad if I got that hundred dollar bill. I was like, "Yo, bro, a tip for Hut." Well, oh, 3 John, three sixteen. It was actually really? not what I needed today. <laughs> I needed <laughs> actual money.
3: <laughs> I needed I needed three dollars and sixteen cents. That's what I needed. It was, right?
0: it was actually I think like a million dollar bill, or like a thousand dollar bill. So it's clearly fake. Oh, but okay, still, okay. Like, okay. Like it's just full of like Christian stuff, which. I firmly believe that for someone that could be like a blessing for them that day. Yes, it could be. But I don't. I believe for the most part, souls are one through relationships. Um, But that's just me, you know. Lately, this person has also decided that uh, they want to go and protest in front of abortion clinics, um, yelling things like "You're a murderer," Um, and also. Uh, r- reading Bible verses at them as well simultaneously, singing hymns. Um, at
1: people, be, huh? at them,
0: yeah, 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 at people walking in and out of the clinic. Huh.
1: Um,
0: and you know, he and the people there feel like it's their calling and it's their conviction to do that in order to prevent abortions. Um, which, uh, you know, I, I also. Think abortion is wrong. I think people shouldn't get abortions. Right. I don't think that's something you know. I think it's devaluing. Um, I think it's devaluing life, in in a way that Christ didn't intend us to devalue. I, but also acknowledge that it's not that simple all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. There are right.
0: circumstances that I can't. First of all, as a man, understand. Um, there are circumstances that I can't understand because I'm not them, right? Um, and at the end of the day, no matter what they're doing, no matter what sin they're committing, whether it's sin or not, if I think it's sin, my response sh- shouldn't be to to point that sin out and tell them how wicked they are because they're doing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because because that's not how Christ responded to us. While being murdered, while being on a cross and literally being murdered, Christ's yes. response was to say, "Forgive them, God, because they don't know what they're doing." Mm, man. While being exactly. a victim of a sin that he didn't uh, he didn't that he didn't deserve his response was still love. He, he, didn't ta- he didn't start preaching at them, right? While, while being murdered, he took time to to witness to the guy next to him also being murdered. It wasn't about him in the moment. And I think, for me, I have an issue with what Woj has been doing lately because I don't believe that it's really a message that, that Christ would have condoned. Um, so I just want to get you guys perspective. I know, Jeremy, you've been kind of getting some back and forth with uh, this individual and you've had oh, some yeah. very uh um strong thoughts about it, and I, I know like you, you, you've seen a little bit on it, you't you're not on Facebook as much, but but mm-hmm. I know you've seen a few of the comments I things like that back and forth so oh yeah, I want to get you guys thoughts <clears throat> about, about protesting or extreme evangelism and and I'm using the word extreme, that's my opinion about it, you know someone else might feel differently, but yeah well, how do you guys feel about that?
1: Jeremy, you go ahead i wanna go ahead
3: <laughs> well, uh. <clears throat> let me explain my heart so uh um, <laughs> because i have to get this out there cuz I, I i'm i'm just because i know it's called a man of god and the first thing there is a man so i'm a man so uh-huh. i have faults yes. so you know i i recently reconnected with this brother and uh i was so excited i was proud because like he has this gospel charge and it was it's been like a slow deterioration And like, there's certain things that irritate me out the gate. And there's certain things that kind of like cause like a neurological erosion, if that makes sense. (laughs) Like, it's just slowly peeling away at my tolerance. And I kept seeing these videos of like being outside of abortion clinics and, and then the way that this person would word stuff like, all right, I'm going to go and plead with these moms to not kill their babies. And I'm just like. Yeah, and like, even though, even though I get it, and here's the thing, I don't disagree with the message. I disagree with the method because, you know, mm-hmm. we do agree that it is sin and that it is wrong. But <clears throat> like I said, in a recent video, I posted like, is it okay if I punched you in the face? And then once you wake up, I go as ministry because I said, do you want to accept Christ? I like, I'm like, I think it's wrong. <laughs> 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 like, they're like, they're like the disclaimer for everything <laughs> so, Yeah,
0: give, give him that it man treatment oh my yeah. god That's- do
3: you want jesus now do you, yeah. do you want him now <laughs> i'm just like come on it's like, and then like and then like when i tried to like approach in peace i inboxed like hey man I'm like, you guys are you you guys are yelling at these women calling them murderers. And I'm like, do you realize how much brokenness it takes for a woman to have to muster up to go there? Like, that's a whole different level of brokenness and, and, and detachment. And he's like, oh, we're not yelling. We're just lifting our voices high enough for them to hear us because we can't get closer legally. And I'm like, dude, you have a <laughs> loophole for everything you're saying. Here's the thing, if he was open and not defensive, and just determined to make himself seem like he was right, I probably would have approached it nicer. But I've recently like been kind of like, I would say some is spirit led and some is flesh. If I had to give it a ratio, I would be honest and say it was probably 65% hood flesh, not even just flesh. (laughs) <laughs> and the rest of it was Jesus, but <laughs> but like but like for one, he's misquoting scriptures, he's misapplying scriptures, he's insulting my interpretation of them because mm. the message is that he is. First of all, how do you soundbite scripture? You can read it. Sound I, I never understand. You're you're like taking a piece of the scripture and you're soundbiting it, yeah. and like you 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 can read around it. He's giving me these portions of scripture. So I'm getting angrier and angrier. So I just, I just officially went on a live stream and I gave my heart about how stupid and I'm going to say stupid. I, I feel like holding up signs. I don't care if it's an abortion clinic. I don't care if you're in front of a gay club. I don't care what you're protesting, but I don't feel like protesting is evangelism. And there's some people out there who are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs that are like, well, I feel like, you know, You people don't well. The good news doesn't make sense, and it's watered down. And I get that there's some watered down portions as it pertains to like you know prosperity gospel. That's very watered down. You know, like there are certain gospels or certain presentations that are very I don't preach sin period centric, and I don't agree with that either. Right. At at the same time, it's like there's like two different extremes. Okay, so. I'm Trying not to, I'm trying not to give it away, but there's almost two extremes of woes, you know, because they share a name. So, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just call them both woes. You have yeah. one woes who's uh who's a mega woes who does not preach sin at all, and it sounds like. It sounds like bubbles and sunshine every time this this woge preaches, and you have the opposite. What I know extreme, exactly you talking about? What I, know, I exactly- know because of the name. You have <laughs> you have one mega woge who doesn't <laughs> preach sin at all. Then you have then you have inner city woes who preaches sin too aggressive. If we could just put you in the middle. You would be Apostle Paul. You'd be so perfect. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> like seriously, and and like. Okay, I'm gonna say one more thing and I promise I'm done. You should, you used to invite me on hand talking talk in this topic. Second time, um, bro. Because I'm so mad. I know okay, I was gonna so here, 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 Here's how I feel. First <laughs> of all, I feel like it's targeting because you're only choosing stuff like gay clubs exactly. and abortion clinics. Exactly. If, yeah. if, if you're gonna protest all sin, then take your behind in front of McDonald's and protest gluttony. How about yes. that? Yes. Yes. How about that? How about you go protest a magazine store for lust and masturbation? yeah, and honestly, if I could keep it raw, like okay, first of all, how raw is this podcast?
0: I mean, not completely rare. I mean, you might get medium rare medium
3: rare yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. here okay then 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 I'll pull back here's how i here here's how <laughs> I feel. How would you like it if people followed you around and had a sin checklist for every time they thought you fell short, yeah. and made a sign for it, and had somebody meet you at every place you go to. Right, right, and not
0: and 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 not just every place you go, but if those sins had repercussions. For instance, if you're like a drug addict and you you're trying to go to your AA meetings, right, or or your your NA meetings, right, but outside the door they're yelling at you, right? They're they're attacking you for oh, you did drugs, blah, 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 blah all this stuff. I'm, and it, you're sitting there like, I know I did drugs. Like, like I'm so hurting from them. I'm, I don't want this either. <laughs> like, But they're attacking right. you, right?
3: And it's different. Like, you're not on an inner city street where, where people aren't passing. You're at the directive place exactly. where it's taking place. So if exactly. you were, like, in a mall somewhere doing that about abortion, you know, I would almost feel almost a little bit different-ish about it. But you're at the clinic itself. right. right. You're at the place where they know what they did. There's no woman that walks right. in there who is unconscious of what they exactly. did. Like i sure
0: is never made just because it's a random Tuesday. Like, like the like, body oh man, look it's McDonald's. sunny outside.
3: Abortion time, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> you know what? I want a McDonald's, but not abortion clinic. Look, kind, of, kind of kind of fire.
3: <laughs> like <laughs> no one
2: does that. Is,
3: literally, in, in, in the eyes of woes, the abortion clinic is fire. 100%. In the eyes of woes. That's almost that's almost very literal.
0: No one does that though. Like my my mom, she works as a titan nine coordinator um for a university or for a school. Um mm. and she kinda says she kinda says the same thing. Like, first of all, as a man, you don't really have the right, I feel like you you cannot it's impossible for you to truly understand what that mother or or potential mother is going through
2: mm-hmm. um
0: because you're a man and you will never be in that position and, and never have that chance to but also like it's i don't know what I'm looking for it is irrational to assume that 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 we know what's better for that person mm-hmm. and we know what's best for that baby um, I would agree that not being, you know, aborted, you know, would be great for the baby. But at the same time, like we we don't know their situation. And then to go to attack them like that as a group of and there's mostly dudes out there. There's like I saw like two women, mostly
3: dudes yeah, out there. And they probably don't have kids, the ones that are there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Too far.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. and, and- <laughs> uh, th- <laughs> david one thing i thought that you brought up that i thought was super interesting when we talked like a couple of days ago where you were saying people like woge don't look at the implications of not aborting they don't like yes. he, oh adoption is always an option but they don't look at yeah. how broken the foster care system is that's something right? I like so, so, so maybe maybe look there also right and you'll be exactly. less exactly because it, oh the baby the the kid's alive but he's living in abuse. Mm-hmm. right yes. so so i'm not oh saying you should not have been born in the first place but maybe don't put all of your energy into this one part like right. look the, the one him just being born like look at the rest of his life and how to make a, a better right. life for him.
3: Talk, sir. If, he, yes. if
1: he's in a situation
3: Right. It's like, how about you take that energy you're using to tell somebody they're a murderer? And how about you create the alternative for if they're alive? Right. It's like, it's like, how about that? Because I've worked in a part of that broken system. I had the pleasure and displeasure of being a part of a a uh, children's correction, not children's, but like a youth correctional facility. And there are literally some kids that were in there in lockup with, I don't want to call these young men and, and women, sorry, and women criminals. I don't want to call them that. But these young women and men, they made some bad mistakes. And there's some of them that are in there locked up that are only locked up for protection because yeah. the police saw that their yep. parents were off the wall and they couldn't track their parents and that was the safest place to be in full lockdown. So now you have these kids who are in full lockdown just because their parents could have been sexually right. assaulting them, could have been beating them, and now they're around these other hardened kids that make some bad decisions, so they are so so they went from danger to danger. And that's not, and, mm. and, and for any carbon copy woes out there, we're not making justification for murder, and I put that in quotes. We're not trying to imply that the murdering of a child, because this, this is how they talk. We're not, right. trying, we're, we're not trying to imply right. that the murdering of a child is better than the system. What we're saying is this, if you are going to put that much emphasis Mm. to go as far as calling these women murderers and say, well, this is the better option. Let's say they take that option. You know, and this is, I feel like it's like an overall Christian flaw. We like to give an option, but we never like to work on the what's next. Exactly. Thank you we never work on the what's next and it's like if we're going to put like even if you have like like a deliverance ministry why not invest the money of like that's in the church and build a restoration clinic with people that you know are spirit filled like why don't we think like that why do we just why do we try to stop the action and then leave the after effect high and dry why do we do that so so why do we why do we stop so early if we're going to have right. the audacity to try to stop somebody from the action right? and we don't want to do the corrective afterwards. And then here's also one thing Ooh. I want feel. why 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 why, are we so busy trying to expose people's sin when God covers us daily? Mm. It's like it, it almost seems counterproductive mm. for what God does for us because I'm pretty sure if every Christian had their sin on a sign, then they would be embarrassed that we would have had a stay-at-home order just out of shame. So <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, and not just sin on a sign – but also the, the, the number of times you've done it.
3: Yes, it's like let's hey, see how many hey, times hey, you you, there.
0: you you went back to your uh, back to your sand like a dog to his vomit. Exactly.
3: Like, oh, you're yeah, like, God forbid you watch pornography. I pulled up your whole entire history. Here's a list of websites that you went on, on <laughs> the site. And this what you and, typed in to get a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's every link you click with every pop-up that came with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. It's
1: like, a full display for everybody to see. Your, right. sister, your parents, your kids.
3: Woo. Right. The
1: like, people, people will be a lot more humble.
3: Yes, uh, they will be. Like, you're like, my, you're, my. you're an adulterer because Jesus said you were. You adulterer. Right, you're like exactly. single. And they, they got a
1: sign right above them that says adulterer.
3: And you have to wear like a backpack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walk around.
3: Hey, it's just, it, 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 it just scrolls
0: through like a marquee of everything <laughs> And every time you do another send, it adds it to the list.
3: <laughs> you scroll to like a merchant. Man, like an automatic upload. Like ding, new one.
1: Like <laughs> And you get the day you get the notification too. So everybody I wants
3: to go, to go off. <laughs> the back it, back. it sounds like I message. You, you do like a someone's nasty. typing.
1: Right. You in your bedroom doing something nasty. You everybody in your house just hears the ding. <laughs> No, no, even. Hey, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> even,
3: <laughs> worse, even worse. Even worse, you can do something alone in your house and they can hear the typing sound, like when someone sends you a message. are <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's in process.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Expose him. <laughs> Expose. But I that's think
0: Well, biggest issues, I think, like both of <laughs> you guys said, is as Christians, a lot of time, we want to get our way um and as soon as we get our way we turn a blind eye to the repercussions of how that might affect people's lives Mm -hmm. um and what i love about jesus is if you notice on the bible when jesus encountered people uh he made sure that he didn't leave them just physically well um he left them spiritually well and in some cases also emotionally well like there are people with leprosy who and cast out of the community who are living by themselves as outcasts right and christ took time to not just heal them but he healed them like by touching them by showing them that not only are you f- physically clean but now you're also being brought back into this community like i'm going to touch you to show you that you're still loved right oh, yes. to show you that although you might have come from this dirty place right? Mm-hmm. Me touching you shows you that you're not too dirty for me to show you love. You're not too dirty for, for me to invite you back in his community, right? Right. And people who do the things that, 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 that Woj do, they are looking for only one type of healing. They're looking for spiritual healing and that's it. And honestly, I don't even think they're looking for that because I feel like they're sometimes not. they'll make posts like, oh, you know, we saved two babies a day. Or oh you know we turned away one mother and it's
3: like don't at what please cost? don't get me mad again don't 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 oh my uh, <laughs> uh I I have to pass gas get, that's get, how serious get, it is feel
1: your like, feelings man say what you say what you mean I, that's I like, the, one, hey,
3: the one rule on our podcast is feel your feelings man yes dog I have to pass gas I think that's part of what got me mad <laughs> literally <laughs> literally bro like it this makes me get, get anxiety bloated. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. Bro, like a 100%. like a balloon i have to drink detox tea at night just to release every stress i had in the morning from talking to this man
1: is that is that, that vexation blotation that boy just beginning
3: yes. <laughs> the cortisol at a whole new level
1: <laughs> that's gotta be like in webmd or something like why am Bro. i bloating it's because you're mad
3: Bruh, it's it's because of this, bro. And it's like, look, I want to make a couple disclaimers because I feel like, you know, the carbon copies of Woj because I realize a part of what made me so frustrated is that it's not just Woj. There's a whole community of these hope for tomorrow looking oh, yeah. boys off of Far Cry that are the <laughs> exact same way. <clears throat> like there's a community of people will save the babies. It's like, okay, so when they're born, then what? Anyway, moving right. on. So there's a whole community of them. And it's like, wow, there's more of that thing just like you, and worse, and 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 they're probably mentoring you, helping mm, you learn how to quote yes. these, Yes. learn how, how to misquote these, yes, unexegeted scriptures, and <clears throat> like, it's like, it's like,
0: ah, uh, hey, you know, I'm gonna say this is a side note, but like, you know, black people get mad when they start enunciating every one of their words, every one of their letters. <laughs> What you're not gonna do my what you're the... not going to do today.
3: My <laughs> no, brother, my God, today. Look, man, and it, it was the rage. And then on top of that, Woj was insulting me as mm. I was. Because here's the thing when I first reached out, I reached out very gently. And then you insult my intelligence, when I reach out to you gently, now here's the thing: when I say God is not through with me yet, I hold on to the scripture very thoroughly that He that began a good work of me is faithful to yes. see it to the end. And if He's and, and since that scripture is true, if He is, if He's going to see it to the end, either I'm gonna, I'm not going to say I'm gonna die soon, but this is a long process because like the rapture <laughs> can't come yet. 'Cause I got, cause I just I just have so much going on. Cause he frustrated me. And it's like and it, it's it's like it, it's like look here boy, like every scripture you gave me was missing. You can tell I'm a hood preacher, look here boy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like <laughs> you can tell I'm a hood preacher. Hey, he <laughs> said, hey, hey,
0: hey, bring it out here, boy. Bring hey, that car. here, boy.
3: Hey, Carl, come get hey, this hey. gospel fool. It can be hey, whatever cuh. Okay. Okay. Let me rewind before I get too far. I think the part that got me the most mad was when I was accused for making Christ a hippie. Wait, what? He told me this person woe, ambiguous, whatever you want to call it. This, per- thing, this person <laughs> told, told me that I made, I made Christ look like a hippie. And it's like, hold up, wait a minute. Let me put some doctrine in it. You're trying to tell me that... That I made Christ look like a hippie. When inside of the video I posted, I literally said things that you can't say that Christ did are reflective of your action. Because here's the thing: anytime Christ got real gangster, he got gangster with the supposed believers, the Pharisees that thought they knew something. That's yep. when he said you stiff necked. Yep. This is when he said you stiff neck, whitewash wall. This that's when he said that, flipping tables. He flipped tables in the synagogue, yeah. not the abortion Tops. clinic. Right, <laughs> it's like you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm pretty sure there's no abortion clinic in in those days, and they try, and If there was, and they probably died because they it was called prenatal stoning.
2: <laughs> pre- called
3: prenatal,
2: prenatal, prenatal stoning.
3: <laughs> wow, that's terrible. <clears throat> the treachery.
2: <clears throat>
0: they
3: they they tie you to a post and throw rocks at your stomach. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: prenatal stoning. <laughs> sheesh oh my gosh fresh bag of stones a fresh bag, yeah, a fresh bag. we wash these they, off
1: they're nice and warm 100 130 140
3: degrees then you get some of the ones that can't aim when they miss and hit you in the <laughs> you tied them up too it's like it's, it's like look this is, this is how it has to be done because you made this decision woad style exactly <laughs> so, and, and it's like, and it's like, come on, man, like, look at what Christ, like, like look at who Christ got gangsta with. Like, like, look at who he got mad at. And here's the thing. I said that if you look, and here's the thing, like, I, I'm not the person to make Christ look like a hippie, but I really feel like I have a passion for the gospel because I got a revelation of grace. And I understand that people in the church get grace confused with acceptance and denial, Like we're not denying sin and we're not accepting sin, but we understand what grace is to sin. And that's the thing. Like, like the like the glory of God is so huge that people can't fathom one side or the other being together unless by revelation. And I honestly feel like I got a revelation of it because mm-hmm. I've been on both sides. I've been on the hypo grace. I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. That was when I was younger. I've been on the extreme evangelism. We have to preach fire and brimstone as I got first in ministry. And then and then 10 years in, I've been preaching for over 10 years. So, so, so like over 10 years in. I have a revelation of what grace actually is and that grace isn't just acceptance and a pat on the back and watering down the gospel. Grace is a throne. Grace is a weapon. Grace mm. is the only thing that we have that makes us holy in the first place yeah. because we don't even have a holiness to call our own. So if the one, So if every female they told to turn away from the abortion clinic did that, unless they were preached the gospel of grace in Jesus Christ, then they're not holy anyway for turning around. They're just as guilty for, for almost going in there. Right. You know, so it's like, and then on top of that, it's like anything Christ did, he went for the heart. Anything Christ did, the message he gave was to the heart. And even the scripture he gave me, I'm going to go ahead and just reel this in. I'm going to talk because I, because my live stream was an hour just off of frustration. Yeah. So, Seriously, the 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 scripture this W O J gave me. Yes, I'm just gonna spell out his name to, to just their name. This scripture that was given to me to try to justify, and I'm hitting the table. I have a microphone. To, that I was trying to justify the action of extreme evangelism was Christ and the rich young ruler. And it was so misinterpreted, I wanted to slap every theologian in the face that gave this to him. Anybody who reads the Bible around him that did not correct this, I wanted to kick them in the stomach, make them mm-hmm. spit it up, and reread it. Like, come on. It's, <laughs> like, seriously. He's it's a, uh, t- uh, I'm talking about some, well, when... Uh, the rich young ruler approached Christ and said, Lord, Lord, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then he said, you, he said, first of all, why do you call me good? there's no one good except for the Father. He said that that was was a justification to lead evangelism with the question, are you a good person? I said, hold the phone. Did Jesus say that? He said, why do you call me good? And I told you that everything that Christ did in the first place was to build importance on him and connection with him. So in that moment, he was trying to show you the importance of himself and then his connection with the Father. That's why he worded it that way. Because that's what Christ did all the time look at it it has receipts well matthew mark Luke, and john the exact same way and then he said you you know the commandments and christ only listed five of the ten right he only lists five of the ten and six if you count kind of not love your neighbor as yourself, but that was the one that was written down. but he maybe it, 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 it might have been might have been five or six. but anyway, he listed not the whole entire ten because he knew that those are the ones that he followed. He said he said, Lord, I kept those since childhood. Yeah. And then he said, what am I still missing? That implies that even with the law, he knew he had something missing. And then Christ said, yes, there's one thing that you lack. And then here is what Christ does. See, people mm-hmm. don't pay attention. Christ is a boxer. He you knows how to like throw a little jab <laughs> here and there. Christ has set you up. May you answer your own question. And bow. Here's the haymaker. I'm hey. you what I really want to get. <laughs> in. Didn't stand over Christ. you with the, with the with the with the Ali fist up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Christ, Christ knows how to set a little jab up, like, look, first of all, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have you answer your own question. He's like, you, you know the commandments, you know, love your neighbor as yourself, don't steal, don't come in bow, 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 setting them up. And then he was like, yeah, but he's like, I've kept all those. What am I missing? And then Christ drops the haymaker, you know, the Mike Tyson overhand, bow. That's right. Here's the one thing you lack, sell all your possessions, detachment from this world, give to the poor. Uh, And that's charity and now follow me importance on him. And then Mm -hmm. he bowed his head and walked away. What was that whole passage about? It was not about holding up a picket sign and saying, you're a murderer. And there he did not preach he, he, he did not preach to him the uh, Levitical law or the uh, Ten Commandments. Right. He showed him what he was already doing right. so that he knew he was still missing something. Because if that was the case, he would have said, yeah, you're lacking the other four commandments you didn't follow. He said, you're missing one thing. You're doing good keeping this section of the law, but you still right. don't have me. So right. in order to get a hold of me, I need Woo! you to detach from this world, sell your items and give it to the poor, be charitable, change your heart because your heart is about yourself. So to change your heart, I want you to not be selfish, sell what you have, give to the poor, change your heart. Now come get me cause you need me. And then he bowed his head and walked away. And then that's when he said the next thing. No man be drawn unless it be by my spirit. Not no man be drawn unless you draw it on a board and hold it up, stupid. You would have to let <laughs> Christ enter in. That's the point. Breach. I'm hey, so sorry. I'm real passionate. Talk, I'm upset.
0: I only invited Jeremy on so I could record this so I can use it for my next sermon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm so serious it's like if you don't look at the gospel in the lens of grace you become a literalist and a misinterpreter that's why the bible even says that the words of God are going to be foolish to those that are uh, perishing so you have to literally read the bible Mm -hmm. with the spirit of God and then you have to study to show yourself approved what's Mm -hmm. studying, that means doing more than just reading it over and over and over like he implied Like they implied, excuse me, reading it over and over and over again, you have to be able to read the context, know the background, see what's going on. Because if if we have a Bible and we hear, hey, must be the money, and you write that inside that Bible, we're going to hear a song. And then the people that read it for their religion are going to be like, oh, it's all about the money. Like, no, it was just a song. You see what I'm saying? You have to be Mm. knowledgeable. You have to read it and go look at it. And if you look at the Bible, you literally have to break things down and then see it by the spirit of God. That's why you have extremists. Because here's the thing. Here's how it looks if you don't interpret the Bible. If you read, chop off your right hand, if it doesn't offend you, you're going to cut that bad boy off. And you can look at the (laughs) Bible and go, oh, the Bible says Jesus wept. So now when you see a happy Christian, why aren't you crying? Yeah, yeah, you (laughs) sinner. Because Jesus wept.
0: joyful sinner. I think mm. the biggest thing, too, like... uh, it's not just a misinterpretation of scripture. I think it is um, the misapplication of context as well, because what people don't understand was the Bible isn't just um, a book someone typed up and printed off. It was these were um, messages or stories that were um, that were told to a specific group of people with a specific culture and vernacular using specific examples and using specific cultural important, um, uh, um, things that, that, Mm -hmm. that, that they would have known about. Right. And so they, they weren't written, they they weren't written to us, right. Their words are important for us, but they weren't written to us. Um, and so David, when people start then, using it as if these were written specifically for for David, for Elisha, or for Jeremy, then the application begins to get twisted, right? Exactly. People like Woj love to quote prophets and love to use their their harsh words for examples of how we're supposed to talk to people, but they forget the prophets were sent by God to a specific group of people by right. a one-on-one conversation. Who already had a specific expectation that God had explained <sighs> to them, who already had a specific calling, God had set them apart, right? God had oh, said God. they've been set apart to be used by him. So God had a different and a higher expectation for them. And when they were purposely falling short of that, God had to go remind him and and remind them about what God had called them to be and what God wanted them to be doing. Um, not saying that it's important that not saying the words are important. It's important for us to remember how God responds to wickedness, right? However, the words that God were using were for these people specifically. And I just think
2: uh-huh. they love
0: to try to use yes. they also love to try to use like one or two sentences from certain sermons of Jesus or or one or two books of the Bible to justify and and and
3: their whole
0: their whole like ministry. Uh, their vegetative style is being formed by a few scriptures here and there or then taking the whole bible or or even let's say even all of Jesus himself they don't want to use Jesus whole ministry right um as an example they want to use bits and pieces of what he did here and there oh he flipped tables right oh he called people uh he called people sons of the devil right but 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 they forget how when when Jesus caught somebody throwing it or n- not Jesus when the pharisees caught someone throwing it in circles
3: that oh, was no, no. person.
0: <laughs> she was twerking on some dude who wasn't her husband and she was caught <laughs> in the middle of it she, would, she, she was doing she do harsh the Jerusalem woman
3: <laughs> when 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 he calls somebody or not
0: quite when he approached someone at, at the well right and he was having a conversation with her right he he acknowledged her sin by saying where your husband at though and she said well me I ain't got one he said no nah, you had like 12 of them cause you were thotty
3: right he, he yes, he caught out sin. She said, "I'm 100%. Russell Westbrook because <laughs> I'm one person taking out five starters."
2: <laughs> he said,
0: "He said, yeah, I know you got one. You've been running through the whole town, right?"
2: <laughs> LeBron. And so
0: she, she, yes, he caught out her sin, but the purpose wasn't to call out her sin. The purpose was to say that. That, I hey, am
3: who I am.
0: hey, I know you. Hey, I see you. I know you're broken, but that's not disqualifying you from worshiping me. And that's not it disqualifying true. True. what's going to happen in the future, which is we will all worship together. Mm. Right? Jesus called out sin, Caught. but he didn't shout it from the rooftops. He didn't yell at people. He didn't use it to shame people. Right? He used it to help people become open and, and about who they were. But also to use that to say, my favorite phrase to use for people is, there's no mudroom in the kingdom of God, right? Uh, like um, um, a mudroom is, is a place in a house where you enter in, you take off your shoes and your coat, you take off all the things that might bring in dirt into the house, and you leave them into this room because oh, you like keep a, our house clean.
1: But does the ca- Catholics believe, purgatory. <laughs> you, <laughs> went deep, that, you went way too deep.
0: You went way too deep. Is that
1: what is that what they is that what a mudroom would be like?
3: Mm, I, I don't know. Like you
1: just wait for like please 100 years.
3: Please don't get us started. Okay, on okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: No, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. I see. I see. What you're trying to say, <laughs> just stop trying to yeah. drown in a bowl of soup, bro. Come up. Come about the. Come about the water. <laughs> that was way too deep. It's just like you know, you walk into a place and you put your coat in the coat room, put your shoes off okay. at the door, right? Yeah. Because we want to try to keep our house clean, and we and we recognize that we're bringing things that are not of our house. We're bringing things that we don't want. and and, and in our house and like we don't want those things to enter our house but god is saying though you bring all that stuff in it doesn't matter right you can track mud into my living room because i want you there that much i'll deal with the mud later right i want you to be with me so badly that we can deal with the sin later right we can deal with your brokenness and your hurt and all those things later right i just want you and that's the message that i feel like jesus is preaching and that god is preaching that's also i feel like why people accuse us of trying to make jesus a hippie because like we make it sound like he doesn't care about sin i'm like no 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 like it says that if, like like all those things will be burnt away in his presence right we have to find a by fire You
3: know what? what, Can I I throw this in there? People like to think that the grace of God right now is a hippie, but do you read the whole entire Bible? The Bible literally says that the forbearance of God, that means the forbearance, Mm. the temporary delay, that I'm not going to get you yet is to bring repentance. So that literally means that And the Bible literally says that you can store up wrath against yourself. Mm. So here's the thing. You might think that right now Christ is a hippie. Okay, cool. Because there's grace, there's forgiveness, there's come to me, my child. But do you realize that the very punishment that you're preaching is the result of the forbearance you're accusing him for being a hippie for? Mm. The reason why punishment is that intense in the first place is because the forbearance of god and did you not see that the great commission you're basing it off of in the first place is preach the gospel which literally means good news and the last time i checked (laughs) being a murderer is not good news it's not houseway is not good news (laughs) That's why we're to be loving and walk in love and embrace people with grace and bring them into the kingdom because what's coming is the result of forbearance. Have you guys ever had a parent that was like, you know what? You messed up on Sunday and they're not going to beat you till Friday. I had (laughs) some kind of parents, you know, the ones that let you. Hey,
0: when we get home in two days, I'm going to wear your tail out. And And I'll be stressed out for two days, stressed out.
3: Dude, and as a kid, in your mind, you're being displaced, kind of because you're thinking that like they, they low-key for God. Because life <laughs> went on as normal. But yep. then Friday at the noon hour. Hey, uh, remember that thing you did on that's Sunday right. and Monday, and then on Wednesday you did this and that. That's the forbearance of God. Yeah. That's why you have a, that's why you have a, a, a repented heart. I should have told Wojes that. Like, you're preaching the result of the end of the forbearance, which, okay, imagine this. You have a sibling, and you are going to get a whooping on Friday. So now... Your parents say, if you just believe something, let's just kind of put it like, 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 okay, let's just say like you understand that you've been bad and just believe that, you know, that I'm your father and you shouldn't have done that to me. If I see that you're genuinely apologetic about it on Friday, I'll change my mind. So now you have one sibling that's like, all right, okay, I have to, I have to just know what I did wrong. And if they see my heart, then on Friday, I won't get it. But then your brother is reminding you every day, hey, remember on Sunday you messed up? Ron, Friday is coming. <sighs> I know. <laughs> like, let me, Yeah. let me, like, you do yeah. have to yell it in my face every day to remind me that if right. I don't seem genuinely sorry by Friday, I'm going to get beat. It's <laughs> like leave me mm. like, like you know what as a matter of fact the way you're yelling at me makes me feel so bad i'm just gonna accept it is who i am and exactly. that's how some folk result to it
0: and it's take that whooping
3: exactly I'm take my weapon.
1: the i think the the worst part about this extreme evangelism thing is it, it's it's not towards the christians it's towards the people who are already broken yes so oh so if you're, to, if you're trying to break somebody who's already broken What's gonna mm-hmm. happen? They're just gonna oh, I, all the pieces are broken. Like I smashed a clay pot on the ground, and now I'm gonna step on that clay pot. <laughs> and I'm gonna hope that it's fixed.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna shovel launcher. <laughs> you, like, like you're I'm breaking. You're taking pieces and breaking them into smaller pieces, and then handing it to them and be like, "Oh yeah, but but you can fix it though." Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You make like, it
0: harder for them to fix, fix it.
1: this because I told you that if you don't fix it, then you're just gonna get more broken.
0: Handing them, like, a, instead, ha- instead handing them, handing them a bottle them of glue. And exactly. Be like, yeah. I'm helping you fix it.
1: (laughs) Like I think it would be different if he was going up and maybe if he had relationships with some people that that were dealing with like the uh, wanting to have an abortion, right? Maybe he could talk to them. Maybe he could be like, "Yo, like let me understand this from your perspective, so I can have empathy, right, or compassion, Mm. right?" So I can understand. I think that's huge, and that's what we're talking about—the whole relationship thing. It's really hard to have empathy for people. I, I would say maybe impossible without actually knowing what that person's gone through
3: yes it it, it really
1: it uh, changes your situation completely changes when oh it's like i've struggled with that too right i know that right like you can look at some certain sin and be like man i can't believe they're doing this right but someone will look at a sin in your life and they're like i can't believe you did that like that's that's disgusting right but you're like well i've dealt with this and then it's it's hard it's hard to realize that until you've really dealt with it like this is actually something they struggle Mm. with and they're not trying to be evil so don't
3: yeah. step on. Them. I think you know Elijah. Go ahead. I, I about to say like it.
0: It really makes me upset that I'm not downstate still because I would literally go to the places they go and set up a table and like love the people that they're doing that to you, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm sorry about what this. I'm I'm sorry about like that. I'm sorry that you experienced that. Um, that's not who I believe God is. That's not who I believe Jesus was and wants. Um, and I was going to take ton of love on you.
1: Hey, bring him some orange slices. Cut up some watermelon. that. Uh, it'll be great. <laughs> I'll just. That's, that's such a light skin piece. Hey, <laughs> I'm. I'm
0: about to meet you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to meet you again, right? Here. <laughs> <laughs> some so serum, a,
1: some keep that lamb. light
0: skin propaganda off my podcast.
1: I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, serum I'm some a lamb. I bring orange slices everywhere.
0: Uh,
3: orange slices. Sheesh. soccer ball, Just juice boxes. I'm <laughs> like, hey, like, like, hey, ladies, you guys want some seared lamb and some tangerines? <laughs> hey,
0: hey. And then he hit him with a universal light skin look. hit him with one of these.
1: <laughs> Jeremy asked me, he said, he said, I have a serious question for you. He said, what is searing? I said, what? He's like, you said something about searing meat. He said, is that a light skin movement? <laughs> I said, wait, what? have <laughs> <laughs> never seen a cooking channel. <laughs> So you
3: Rachel, you Rachel Ray. <laughs> because the only other person I ever heard something about searing something, uh, they were light skinned too. And and it just so happened to be a light skinned athlete. So I'm like, <laughs> is, that, is that a code? Is that a code for something? It's
0: hey, be he it. said, nah, my food come
3: flame broiled. That's it. <laughs> no, that's you as a dark skin. Me, I go medium well. I don't, I don't see it. You know,
0: I, I wish up. I was I might dark skin, but like, I wish I was dark skin low key. I'm just like a regular brown. You're like,
3: you, 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 you have dark skin behavior. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I, I, I literally behavior. feel like, I literally feel like, the evangelism method of Woj is us in order from light to dark and far cry. First, you <laughs> snipe them down and get their attention. Then the assault goes in there and spray it down some more. And then if you did not repent yet, we send David. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is...
1: Yeah, first I'll give you the worst pain you can imagine by punching you in the throat with brass knuckles. That is right. Then I'll right. give you a less extreme version of like medium range assault rifles, and then I'll give you the easiest death of just one shot to the head from uh, 200 meters away. Yep. <laughs> <That's->
0: <laughs> you know what's great too about this whole thing? You know those people that, cl- like, that people that show that they- up. <laughs> you know those people that show up sometimes um, in like trying to fight, and they got like all this armor on, like a big gun, and like you can't take them out with guns. Mm-hmm. I let it go up. I give him a two-piece combo, and they're down. <laughs> Straight points to the face, a knee, like a, like a knee up to the chin. They're out. That's all. That's all it takes. <laughs> the
1: most broken people. That's the ones that you gotta burn. <laughs> so,
3: so we don't. That's we, so so we don't fight serious.
1: the cold. Super broken. Nah. So set him on fire. <laughs> 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 I can't get through his armor with regular. <laughs> so set it's him like on fire. <laughs> That'll get like, through.
3: <laughs> And like, hey, so, um, are you a happy person? Are you happy? No, perfect. <laughs> Time to die. <laughs>
1: Did you get defensive? Did you? You have a lot of armor. Okay, all right. Let me let me get my bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me get a bear <laughs> named
0: Cheeseburger.
1: My my pet bear, <clears throat> and get him to attack <throat> you and get through all that armor.
3: That makes it even more insulting. How do you explain that to Christ? Like, yeah, Cheeseburger <laughs> killed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insulting. And then they look at you like you're fat. Like, oh yeah, it probably
0: they probably did kill you
3: too many. From the inside out like your brokenness. Now let's set <laughs> you on fire. For eternity. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I don't know, because you're kind of a good person, so let's go and put you in purgatory, because you ain't done cooking yet, so let's just sear you he a said little slow bit roast, and then you to heaven. Slow roast real quick and get you. That's purgatory, bro, purgatory is literally a spiritual searing. That is the dumbest thing. I'm sorry Catholicism but so let me guess you're not dark enough to be saved so we're gonna <laughs> cook you a little bit more burn off the rest of the impurities like hey. who thought of that like
0: they they cut you open and you're still bleeding a little bit red so decided to go put you back in for longer
3: <laughs> I'm sorry clear. gotta flip you a few times before we put you That's in the right. of God. I think
0: long story it. short you know, for anybody, because we gotta, gotta wrap up. You know, that's what happens We let people like Jeremy come on podcast. We'll <laughs> talk for an hour and a half straight. We um,
1: talk for an hours anyways, man. It's the, the topic you chose, bro.
3: <laughs> I cook
0: I cooked the whole meal in the time you had to uh, present your <laughs>
3: whole
0: <laughs> presentation. Argument um, no. Um it's, no, it's I'm topic you I'm, chose, bro. Great. I know, like I thank you for being on, and it's something that it's still really raw because like it's been happening past like three or four weeks and it's still going on. It's something that we're dealing with right now. So um also, Jeremy and I don't believe in, like, unfriending people because we disagree, right? I feel like, as Christians, we we should be um, encouraged and called and, I feel like, empowered to to constructually and lovingly disagree. And lovingly not meaning, like, it never gets heated. It might get heated sometimes. No, it might not be the best discussions, but after, when, when, it's, all, when it's all said and done, love should prevail, right? Mm. So, like, I don't believe in unfriending Woj on Facebook. Even like if I see them, I'm gonna try to spend time with them because I, again, I, I know them for I know them for a long time, um, and like I want that relationship to kind of be in my life, uh, however it can be. Um, but if you are someone who feels called to like um, reach people, reach the lost, as we are charged with in the Great Commission, um, just just remember it's not about shouting sins from a rooftop. It's not about proving to them that they're broken. It's about proving to them that their brokenness does not disqualify them from being loved, and not just loved by God, loved by you. And bro,
3: can I? say And one we more can thing look then? at
0: yeah, hold on. We can look at our parents and family members. For those of us who grew up with good families, we know what love looks like. Love yeah. doesn't look like the like like what they've been doing. Um, yeah. What were you gonna say though?
3: Man, so um. Long story short, my mom was in. My mom was um, in a very interesting relationship before she met my dad. And um, let's just say it like this. I should have had an older brother, but he prevented that.
2: Mm.
3: And, you know, just the way she expressed herself about the way, because she didn't necessarily even want the child because of the situation that she was in. But the very idea that she was carrying him and then lost him, Mm -hmm. even though she seemed like it never affected her. Like 30 years down the line, my mom tells me that she's still broken from that, mm. you know, even though like in her mind, she didn't really necessarily want the child. You know what I'm saying? And then the way it was taken from her was kind of like uh, she's like uh, kind of convicted about it being her choice because she didn't quite well. wasn't like excited about the child, mm-hmm. but it also wasn't her choice. But it's the idea that once a woman has that touchdown, like she there's no way she's not in some kind of love with him. Mm-hmm. And for a woman to go there, man, that level of brokenness, bro, it honestly almost brings me to tears, man, because like I said, I can't understand it. And then you're going to take a woman who's going to be potentially broken. You, you know, they have rehab recoveries. They have mm-hmm. Christian recovery, mental recovery facilities for women that had abortions because because of the trauma. And like, they literally have women that I have not, and and, and it's spiritual. So people are praying for you around the clock, trying to feed her, help her become healthy because they are recovering from being so-called tough about their abortion, but they were traumatized. Mm. And to target women who are going to be potentially traumatized 30 years down the road, 40 years down the road, my, my mom has had a husband and three children since, and that still torments her the fact that she was carrying something and couldn't bring it into the world. And that goes for stillborns and all of those things. So if you're going to disregard the level of pain that that woman feels, and here's how and I am gonna say this for, for those who are doing stuff like this, consider this, Jesus calls us his children. And if you are out there like that, you may be spiritually aborting people because you're talking to the ones who aren't born in Christ, the ones that don't know Jesus. So you can be outside of an abortion clinic being the abortioner, And then you have to look at Christ in the eyes one day and explain your abortion to him. It's like, no, God, we were saving the babies. And he said, well, you didn't save my babies.
2: Mm.
3: You, you aborted them. He's like, you know, you were saving the children of the flesh and you aborted every child of the spirit. So so what am I saying? I'm saying while you're trying to prevent abortion, don't be there's a spiritual abortion in the doctor. I mean, sorry, being that abortion doctor in the spirit because you're insensitive to the trauma of the children of God. And how much more if you were kind to that mom and you got her saved and she began to trust in Jesus and now she experienced that love and she gives that love to that child. And now you've raised a man, a woman of God. And now the salvation is twofold. Instead of raising instead of potentially putting a child in in the system because she was saved out of hatred or or began to accept Christ out of some sort of inclined fear to fire, so that's my last little say so
1: and then I was going to say one more thing <clears throat> for for woge you know I think if the reason he's he's preaching the gospel in this certain way, which makes me assume that this is the way he understands it and lives it out you know and if that's how he lives it out always being afraid of condemnation always Mm. the the way he preaches it man that's that's tough Mm. right so i think it's on us also and of course like podcasts like this are always fun right we get to make like come at woes and be like man he's doing this 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 and this right and then but I think when we actually get in relationship with him, which you two are, you know, I think it's also important that we give him grace, which mm-hmm. is hard because it's like, oh, he's not giving these people grace, right? right. Why don't we give him grace? But I like, that's exactly what God, like, he, God's like, oh, he's not giving these other people grace, right? But he's like, I'm still going to forgive you, right? And I, and I think coming at the way he's, if we come at him, or people like Woj, the way that he comes at other people, like, he won't change. So yeah. isn't that our our goal is ultimately to yeah. change him, right? So he can help change other people, and I think starting at that is just exactly what what we want him to be is the way we should talk to him. Like that's just my my two cents.
0: I mean, I liked everything that was said, and like he said the, that I'm going to be mad at him forever. So. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> I'm joking.
3: <laughs> you made the fire yeah. cry inside of him upset. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: man thank you guys again for listening thank you guys for tuning in hope that you enjoyed it i know it might have been a little longer than usual but like i said in the intro we had a lot of things in our heart that we kind of wanted to get out for you guys um but yeah we have another episode coming out soon and hopefully you guys will listen to that one as well uh but thanks for tuning in and for now we're out of here